Welcome to Passionate People Podcast, created by developers for developers. If you have enjoyed this episode, please tune in to the next one by following us or subscribing to this channel. On this episode, we hear from Tony Edwards. Tony is, as he describes himself, a curator and creator of awesomeness at FutureSync Events, an organization he founded and directs himself. Among the many topics that were discussed during this conversation, you will hear about how he was able to get a crowd of developers to rap with him on stage, his deck of choice as a software engineer, and his biggest mistake and most important lessons learned. Hi, I'm Harris from Passion People, and we are here today at Frontend Developer Love, recording backstage with Tony Edwards, just after he gave his awesome speech. Uh, what he did was simply amazing. He made a whole crowd stand up and help him rap on stage. That was truly amazing. I had never seen anything like that at a tech conference. Maybe in, in your own words, what is it you did? <laughs> um, so I dived into the web browser speech recognition API and tried to find out whether I could incorporate it into uh, writing hip hop lyrics, something that I used to do quite a lot, but haven't done so much of recently. And this was a way for me to incorporate technology into a non-tech thing because I'm a software developer. And that's what we did. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you just told me uh, before we started recording that this was the uh, 10th time you were uh, giving this sort of uh, performance on the stage. Um, but this is your first time here speaking in front-end developer lab in Amsterdam. So, yeah. um, given your experience with the conferences, how would you, how do you perceive and how would you rate this conference? Oh, this conference has been absolutely amazing from what I've seen so far and certainly from being up on stage. Um, I was surprised at how relaxed you all made me feel, which was very, very nice. It was something I was a little bit nervous of before coming, but no, you all made me feel at home and really settled on stage. And I think that's what led to quite a good performance, I think. Right. Well, you said yourself, first and foremost, you are a software developer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what is your stack? What do you work with daily? Uh, so typically, so I'm actually retired at the moment. Uh, I'm on a six to 12 month uh, break from work. Um, but when I work on side projects, it's normally a, a serverless stack. Um, I'm pretty tied to the Jekyll framework. I've been using that quite a lot recently, which I know is not a fashionable thing. Um, a couple of people here have said that there's some Vue.js alternatives that I should look into. But yeah, serverless is, is what most of the technology I've I create this bit built and, on. And how would you describe your relationship with the front end? Uh, well, I'm a front end engineer, so my degree is in web application development with leanings towards the front end. Um, so I love the front end. Um, anything I can do to remove the back end or the design aspect of a project is brilliant, or at least offload it. And uh, which of the programming paradigms is your favorite to uh, make your software? Um, I don't know really that I would use a paradigm. Well, I mean, it's, it's object-oriented, it. functional, you know. Um, I always try and incorporate object orientation somewhere, but yeah, so it would be object-orientated. Um, that's the paradigm that I use. Um, it makes things a lot easier on the serverless side, certainly with the projects I'm thinking of. Um, one of the big projects I'm working on involves scraping event data for 40, 50 communities in the Southwest coming from various uh, different places and using object orientation just makes that so much easier. Essentially. All right. Uh, are you active in social media? Uh, do you use Twitter to follow uh, other developers or to be in, in, in like, uh, 
in, in the new cycle, what's hot? Uh, yeah, so I'm very big on Twitter, um, but I'm pretty much everywhere. Um, I use everything to some extent. I've been playing with TikTok recently. I'm not quite sure how to use that as a software engineer, but it's fun. I just don't know that I want to be dancing, really. Are there any um, uh, new letters you follow that you would like to recommend? The developer Avocado's one's quite good. Um, I found a few events to attend through that. Not so much speaking, but that's always got a good range of things on there. And I think of the DevDoc2 um, platform, so that seems to be where developers put in their content at the moment. So that works. It's a nice place to go. Okay, cool. Uh, what would you uh, describe as the thing that made you grow the most as your so uh, in your software development career? Uh, giving presentations. So uh, just to give you a bit of a backstory, when I was at university, I had to give a presentation in the first three months of being there. And we were with a group of four people um, and I got outsourced by a clicker. I got replaced by a clicker during the presentation. Um, and then the next time we gave one, I took part in it. But as soon as it had finished, I had to leave the room to throw up because I was so um, anxious and nervous and just through repetition and mentoring and practice and refinement. Um, You've seen what we what that's come what to. you did today, yeah. And that's five years to go from throwing up after a presentation to sitting here doing the podcast. So the uh, eight mile reference you made was with some personal uh, reflection. Yeah, palms were sweaty. Yeah, knees were heavy. <laughs> cool. Uh, what would you describe as your biggest mistake as a software engineer? My biggest mistake as a software engineer was thinking that it was all about the technology. Um, so when we were training at university, it was very, very tech focused. We didn't focus too much on the human side. And as I've become a more experienced software engineer, I found that it's actually talking and working with the people around you is where the answers come from. It's not necessarily diving into docs or diving straight into code. There's a whole load of stuff around software engineering um, that is not technical. And I think the lack of emphasis on that during my degree has had consequences later on, but it's something that I've come to appreciate now. All right. Uh, when you're coding intensively, which is your um, favorite drink? Coffee. Just coffee. Just keep feeding me with coffee. Black coffee? Uh, white coffee, quite milky, one sugar, and decaf after 9 p.m. Right. So I, so I, I specific formula. Yeah, so I, I generally don't get up till 11, and I generally go to bed about 3. Um, so nine o'clock gives me that six-hour half-life, that caffeine oh, the, the, the system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Well, uh, as a final uh, question or request, uh, will you uh, wrap something for us? Do I have to? <laughs> no. no <you> don't. <laughs> My voice is <laughs> But we would love to hear it because you just did it on stage. It was so amazing. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take your seats. The show's about to start and you're in for a treat. Hip-hop and unit tests are a match made in heaven. I'll tell you all about it today here in Amsterdam. Well, thank you. <laughs> nice. Oh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this has been Harris from Passionate People with Tani. Oh, it was an amazing talk you did, and thank you for your interview. Right. Thank, thank you for having me. Let's have a great uh, rest of the conference. <laughs>